very special guest in the building. It's gonna be a dope episode, as y'all already seen from the last one. You know, our major upgrade vibes. You feel me? Yes, sir. So, but before we get into the guests, we're gonna tap into our sponsors. So, first and foremost, big shout out to Basehead Barbecue. You know, the best barbecue in Chicago. Y'all tap in if you haven't. Then also our other sponsor is the Complete Financial Services and Insurance Agency. We appreciate them providing space <clears throat> and being a solid sponsor and partner with Crunch the Caviar. Shout out Complete. Shout out. So, no further ado, we're going to get right into it. Straight into it. My boy. What's good, everybody? Let's get it. Appreciate you joining us, bro. Of course, of course. So, for, for the people who don't know you, you know, who is Nick Fox? Well, Nick Fox, uh, man, I'm a lot of things, I feel like. I feel like that's a tough question. Um, from the South Side, <laughs> originally, you know, my pops from out west, mom from, from Hyde Park. Uh, I got a little brother and a little sister, but we through and through Chicago. So, um, you know, we here for the city, uh, for the city, and really just trying to give back, make a change throughout, you know, the different walks of life that we go through. So whether it's work, whether that's through gratitude, whether that's through the extracurricular activities, but really just trying to get back to the city and really make a change. It's <clears throat> a fact. Gratitude, hey, you got the hoodie on for you right now. Yes, sir. Ski, I see the shirt, you know. I he got, got the shirt on. We represent now here, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Got to represent, it's you crazy. know. Hey, you know what's funny? I was just on Facebook, and they said, um, what do uh, people in Chicago, people in Chicago say thank you? Gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody say gratitude. Uh, gratitude. Crazy, yeah, it was, that was inherent. I wasn't even, like, when, I, when we was thinking about the, the name and everything, and we were coming up with really what we were trying to do, that was unintentional. Right, right. And we know that we said it when we started thinking about it, we're like, we say gratitude all the time. Like, we Facts. use it so often. That's yeah. a fact. That wasn't even really, it was really the idea of, you know, what does gratitude actually mean? So what are we trying to do? What are right. we trying to connect people? We trying to, uh, you know, every brand you talk to is going to say, we got a story, we different, we do this, we don't just do clothes, but that's really, we really love this shit. Like, that's why right. we're here. Facts, bro, so, facts. Uh, gratitude really is about connecting people. It's really about mm. bringing us all together on one common front because no matter how different we are in all these different areas, there's one thing that always connects us, and that's being grateful. Facts, facts. Your family, you're grateful for your job, you know, how much money you got. Any of those things, you all you express gratitude. Everybody's learning that before. So just really trying to bring that, connect that with how we, how we show it, and that's through our brand, that's through our imaging, that's through um, our clothing, et cetera. Dope. That's what's up, bro. Dope, bro. That's dope, dope. man. Definitely gonna put a link out to his merch or something like yes, that. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's oh, real yeah. easy. GratitudeChicago.com. Yep. Gratitude facts, facts. Alright, so let's uh, you know, talk to us how you even started gratitude. Was that something that you had that you were doing like elementary uh, school, high school, college? You know, walk us through how you got to that point. Yeah. So talk some talking to talking yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, to be honest. When I was younger, I used to do a lot of drawing. Like, I used to love drawing. That was the one Facts. thing that I did. Yeah, that was the one thing that I did that, outside of sports, that I really loved, but I never really took it to the next level. I was real focused on school, 
Yeah. Law school, football, you know. Um, said law school? Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, that was my, that was like a goal. That was my goal when I was younger. That was like really what I was focused on. So the drawing didn't, didn't get enough, didn't get as much attention as the other things at that time. Um, and as I got older, what really happened with how gratitude got started was I had just graduated. Um, graduated high school, college? No, college. I just graduated okay. college, yeah. So, just graduated college. I had came off of, uh, like, my, because I, I, when I went to school, I graduated early. So, I finished, I finished in three years. And in those three years, I'm not saying that to say, you know, the fact that I graduated <laughs> in three years, but the fact <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. every year was packed. Like, I was doing something every yeah. single semester. I was yeah. trying to run this club. I was trying to get my face here. Uh, and really, the first... I guess business experience I got was when I was at school when we start like with a with a class we started our first business so first business we scaled it outside of Indianapolis. Um, what school was this, by the way, bro? I, I feel Butler like a lot University. of people. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. I, I'm yeah. For sure. jumping all the way. Yeah, yeah, nah, you good. Yeah, Butler. 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 That's lit. Yeah. Yeah. Major. Well. Say again. Uh, major. Oh, I, I majored in risk management and uh, with a minor in pre law, mm. but. Uh, that, that class was like something that every single student that goes to Butler that's in the College of Business has to do. And really the whole idea is you really start a business. Like your freshman year, you start a family. You learn how to do it. In your second year, they give you a loan. You got to pitch to get a loan. So like, yeah. I didn't already pitch before at this point. Um, you to put together a business proposal and yeah, all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 19, 20 years old with a business proposal. Uh, you know, I pitched to a board to get money to get funding before. So that really kind of gave me the, the business side, so I'm like, all right, I know more now. And when I graduated, I was going to work every single day, but I was not, I, I felt like I'm missing something. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so used to going to practice. I'm so used to going to a meeting, going to, you know, <laughs> this many classes. Yeah. I can't be just going to the, getting on the train and going to work every day. Like, mm -hmm. and not doing something on the side that's like really cultivating or like, Using my mind, yeah, fulfilling my, my destiny for real, to be honest. And um, I was on the train, I literally was just thinking, I was like, you know what? I love shoes so much, we gotta start a shoe store. And I just said, what's, what's names? I was, I was going through my head, like, the the names that stick to me, and the, like streetwear brands in the city that stick with me. And I was like, okay, we got leaders. Okay. I was like Chuck when I was younger. Yeah, I was thinking like, what places did you go and slide that people was like, yeah, we had leaders today, or yeah, we had Juggernaut, or yeah, we had uh, I don't know, success, anything like that, or like how Fat Tiger is now. Sure. It's really like, shout out to both of you. Yeah, it's really yeah, shouts to all of them because they're going crazy. Yeah. Like, big right shout out in the, in the game. Big shout crazy. out. Yeah. <laughs> so fashion geeks, all them people. Yeah, everybody. Chicago facts. Really yeah, kind of yeah. Like people Chicago talk about LA, yeah. New York. That's a whole different conversation. Make sure we yeah, make sure we differentiate that. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? It's 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 literally I was just thinking like what how can we connect people and then gratitude clicked. I said gratitude, gratitude, okay. And the real skill like when it comes to businesses, like a lot of people talk about the money, a lot of people talk about the uh you know, the relationships, the collaborations, et cetera. But what I was really, my, my real passion about businesses is putting in the position, pe putting people in a position to win. So like, 
knowing that this person good at this Facts. or utilize them here Facts. and ask them to work here and like team up so that we can get the job done. And that's really like what my goal or it's my huge the drive behind business has been for me. So that's huge, bro. As soon as I did it, if anybody know me, they know I act like immediately. Like gratitude came to mind. I said the second, third time, I said <laughs> this the move. <laughs> this the move for real. Said, this the and, and, <laughs> that's lit, bro. And it really means something to me. Like, right, right, right. Like I got gratitude tatted, so like that's the real key, it, it right? Really means something, right? Like, right. I, like that really means something to all of us. Like it's not really just the clothing line. It's, it's you feel me? It's like life in a way. And I hit Malcolm with DJ. Malcolm, my little brother, the DJ, uh, one of my good friends, and I, like we st- we came together and started gratitude. And I just I just hit the chat. I said. Y'all trying, to, y'all trying to start a line? Like, let's start a brand. Like, it's, the name is Gratitude. Um, and this is really what we're talking about. And they was on, on board right there. <laughs> like, and they said immediately, like, right there. And then that's what got me into back into drawing. Because from there, I took them sketchbooks I had in high school. Them sketchbooks I had when I was back in eighth grade. When we was on eighth third, you feel me? I was drawing in class yes, and stuff like that. And now... I'm doing that to the brand. So I'm drawing for the brand. I'm coming up with designs. So I got all the first designs like when we first came up with gratitude in a book. Like it's Dang. all there. And that's um, lit, bro. That was that's really like how gratitude started. We came together and we said, Okay, this is something this is something that we all passionate about and on top of us being passionate, what can we do to change the city with it? How do we give back? And then from there that was really kind I like to call <clears throat> I like how you when you had the idea the first thing you did was reach out to your brother and to one of your bros, you know. Because a lot of people will have a great idea and try to hold it to themselves and just do it for self, by themselves. But, you know, when you're working as a team, especially with family, you know, you're setting yourself up with a, a solid foundation. So. Nah, that's that's for real, though. I mean, then that's kind of like how you hit them up, though, how y'all came together. That's exactly the same thing with us, bro. Yeah. Like, like we trying to do a party. At first, it was just the three of us, me, Drew, and Aunt. But then Dion came, you know what I'm saying? It was like, mm-hmm. bro, might as well be on the team with us. So, but when it all work out like that, that's how you know it's right. like, all right, bet we got something here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you exactly. know it's a knowing, it's a certain type of knowing you have. Like this, it, bro. Yeah, you just yo, go crazy with it. It's like a nickname, like when you were shorty. Yeah. You waiting for a nickname to hit? Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I remember when I was a shorty. Like, oh, man, what's my nickname? That's my, everybody <laughs> want a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a nickname. Yeah. So. First impression, man. You know, first impression is <laughs> gonna last, bro. Gratitude, you know, it's gotta stick. Um, but yeah, you talk, you said a couple things, but I wanted to just kind of give people a little more context on too. So, um, you talk about your job, man. So, you, you know, I know you majored in risk management and something else, but um, Pre-law. give people a little bit more color on what you do for work, work outside of this. You know, I know this is going to be work for one day, yeah. but you still got a full time job that you do, you know, every on the day as well. So, yeah. So uh, for, for work, what I do you know, on a daily basis is I'm a consultant. So I work in emerging risk consulting. So essentially trying 
risk, emerging risks to companies' bottom lines, companies' balance mm-hmm. sheets, and figuring out how they can mitigate those risks and what the, the like the model and potential impacts of those risks are on their company. So the types of risks that I work with specifically, things such as like cyber, you know, terrorism, environmental uh, risks. Uh, we're doing a lot of things with that. COVID-19 has been huge, so pandemic modeling, you know, stuff like that. So that's like my day-to-day job. Um, and yeah, I, I essentially consult companies on the risks that they have, you know, around, upon the horizon and time those risks and figuring out how they can either mitigate them in terms of, you know, insurance or mitigate them in terms of uh, implement some sort of cybersecurity exercises, things like that uh, to ultimately save them a lot of money. Alright, that's dope, bro. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't expecting that. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? No, I'm not gonna lie. That's the that's the, the one part that throws everybody off. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Like I talk about gratitude. We talk about what I do. Talk about my background. And they all, yeah. What do you do? And I'm, yeah, I'm a consultant. You know, <laughs> you know active shooter terrorism modeling. I'm like, you know, what? <laughs> but and no, so, I think what? I think that's cool to let people know though, because like to just say it's okay to work. For your job and then on the side you know work your dream you know what i'm saying you can yeah, do so, both yeah if you, you know everybody everybody that's grinding they dream they ain't just you know what i'm saying like don't just think they ain't working no job a lot of people i'm finna quit then i'm finna exactly. just do you, you're gonna put some yeah. stress on yourself just exactly. work your work both plans you know Most definitely. and you yeah. can Oh, go ahead. And I was just gonna say, you could real quick. I was just gonna say, you know, if you smart about it and you know what your dream is, and you you do both at the same time, you can, if you plan it appropriately, you can use your job to fund your dream. There you, you know go, what I'm bro. saying? Yeah, so like, yeah. that's the real goal, right? Like you getting a, a guaranteed bag off your job. Use that, take that bread. You know, get you a nice little crib, budget appropriately, and you take that money and you start using it to fund your dream, and then your dream can ultimately become your job. That's a fact. You know, I think. I don't know. That's a that's a tough conversation when you talk about turning your love into your bread and butter because it it creates a different type of stress mm. around it. Facts. And not a lot of people. I'm not saying that like anybody watching anything like that isn't built for that, but a lot of people are not built for that type of stress on what they love. Like imagine adding that I need this paycheck to you know your love for drawing your love for clothes it's a it's a little bit different like, it's a little it's a, different it's a, yeah a different it kind of takes away it's same yeah people that's talk a fact. about sports when you get to college you feel me it's different than when you were playing when you was a shorty or when you were playing when you get into more organized levels but now i agree wholeheartedly with the with the using like working with your or collaborating with your uh job to help fund your dreams because yep. in our juneteenth event last year we matched over what another three thousand dollars from Marshall Loan. That's the, the company I work for, Marshall McClendon. Uh, they matched us and gave back to the organization Inglewood, bridging the gap uh, globally, uh, which is Kenny Dawson's organization. But that's that's kind of like how we used Marsh and use you know my position to yep. kind of find ways to give back to the community and do stuff for Chicago. Yeah. So that's your dope, job bro. is they're supportive of you know oh, everything yeah. you got Damn, going on. Bro, and my job is so supportive. Like. I talk about gratitude, you know, to Open. colleagues. You feel me? I've, I've had colleagues support the brand, cop things, you know. Um, it's honestly a blessing because I know it, in a lot of situations this exactly. wouldn't be the case exactly. necessarily. Exactly. It's a lot of brands that, or a lot of companies that would look at that as competition <laughs> in a sort. 
Right. And not want you to be branching out. Yeah. You know, in your yeah. own type of way. That's so, a fact. Yeah. So it's it's cool. It's been cool to uh to kind of experience that. Yeah. In, in the past, what almost four years that I've been out of school working now. Exactly. And are you, doing, bro? just out of curiosity, are you like the only African American on the team or anything like that? That you know, did you ever feel like weird about, man? You know, I'm one of the only brothers here. If you are, I don't know. But I'm doing this clothing line. I'm sharing this with them. Like, did that was that ever something that crossed your mind? Uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, cause it happened oh, to yeah. me. Because <laughs> yeah, like, that's how I feel. But I got that at an early age. Like, right. my pops taught my, my pops taught me like two key things. He taught me a lot. I'm not saying it's only two things, mm-hmm. but it's two key things that he taught me in terms of like working. And the first was, you feel me, as a leader you're not always going to be right and you're not always the best person for like a scenario or situation. And then the second thing was he really taught me how business and like the game really work. And learning the game, so when I went to, when I went, he took me out of, they took me out of public school and I went to Ignatius. So I went to private for high school. That really was my culture shock. So that was me going like, mm. oh wow, this is, this is totally different going from like, Never having another <laughs> classmate like we had a class of twenty six, I think in my graduating class in eighth grade, and we had what, two people that weren't black, mm-hmm. two people that weren't of color in the class, and to go from there to a graduating class of five hundred plus, where I could count on my hands how many other black people <laughs> in the class, like wow. it's, it's that that was my I mean, that was my uh, my culture shock for real. That was really what kind of got me into understanding like kind of how the real world is going to be yep. when I get outside when we not outside when we not you feel me you know where we from in Chicago so like it's just that that there taught me so early that when I got to college when I got to the corporate world I already knew myself like I know what I am as a black man in mm-hmm. America and I know what my goal is and what I'm trying to change for us as a whole as a people so like Nothing, nothing from those realms can kind of deter, deter you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's deep. Yeah, because yeah. I already you built would... that. I built that skin. Like, yeah, I put yeah. That together. And then Facts. Doing that has really kind of empowered me to even be more vocal about the changes that I feel like we should be making in these spaces. So, like at work. Running the, being a part of like co-leading the African American Heritage Group or co-leading, you feel me, like the young professional group in the office and things like that to kind of make changes. Cause I don't know, we got we got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, to go. man, that's a whole nother facts. <laughs> facts, bro. But I think that's important though, like, cause like my pops, you know what I'm saying. I'll just say the one top thing that I took from him is he said, "Always know yourself, know yourself, but also be true to yourself." You know what I'm saying? Because it don't count if you get around other people you and you're not yourself no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's but knowing yourself can take you a long way. You know what I'm saying? You can move in any room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, other realms. And that's why it was like, it's really important, though, to, to explore and travel as a kid and stuff like that. I was grateful, you know, to be able to travel and stuff, to learn other cultures, talk to other people. You know what I'm saying? Because when you get in that room, now it ain't new to you. So a lot of people from Chicago don't leave Chicago, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't. You know a lot of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like 
Yeah, so like now when you gotta go to college and now it's like, oh, man, what? That's new to you. You know, you might break down and leave. I don't seen. I don't went to college with a lot of black people. They just left because it's like, nah, bro, this ain't for me. Exactly. But it ain't for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not Some people everybody. leave because, like you say, they like, oh, this this ain't for me, and they know themselves. Yeah. But they just been told that this is what you have to do to be successful, and so forth like that. No, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely a, a pipeline, and it's not necessary. It's not by any means the only path. For I would sure. say it works. It was the path for me, but that don't mean it's the path for the next person. Most Facts. definitely, it's a it's definitely a teaching zone thing. Yeah. All right. So talk, talk to us about you know for somebody who's interested in starting their own clothing line, how do you start like from ground zero to you know because you've been. Your clothing line has been around for about four years, four or five years now. No, we only, so the story that I was telling y'all about the train and everything, that was in January of 2019. And of course, like gratitude didn't kick off that day. That was just like how everything started working. It wasn't until the following summer. So like July, I want to say it was July like 17th or something like that mm-hmm. of, uh, of 2019 that we actually kicked off. Okay. So we coming up on two years in August. That's what's oh, up. So, yeah. uh, That's you know, dope, man. Congratulations, yeah. bro. In two years. So yeah. talk to somebody, you know, who's looking, thinking about it, got a great idea, you know, where they start, what moves are they gonna make? The idea, or what, what I would say is, for anybody that wants to start a brand, think about it. And that sounds super simple. <laughs> that sounds super simple, but like, the clothing market is so saturated in terms of it's it's like one of the easiest low cost things that you can do is a t shirt. Hmm. Everybody wear clothes, everybody like clothes. So like it's like what a lot of people do. When it comes to starting a brand though, you gotta give it time. Like I'm a very kind of like thoughtful person. So from that day that I sent gratitude, every single day after that was spent dreaming about gratitude, like writing things out, drawing things out, pitching things to, to you know, business partners, like having like conversation about it, ideas, really thinking about it. And I think with a lot of brands, you gotta, you got, they don't, you, you really gotta find out who you are. Like mm-hmm. if you wanna start a clothing brand and you really want it to stick with people, you find out who you are and speak to that person in other people. That's you good, can speak bro. when you can speak to who you are to other people without yeah. saying it. What, like, damn. I don't have to. I don't have to tell you what gratitude is about. Like people will tell you how, how they feel when they when they listen to gratitude or when they get on gratitude page and they cop some gratitude because it's literally a lifestyle that we try to create. So sure. like when you when it's come, when it comes to starting brands, you create that. It's nothing that can stop. That's the clothing. Yeah, that's powerful. Like, that's, you're going to get that's better powerful. with the clothing. You're going to get better with designs. You're right, gonna get, right. You're going to get another graphic designer who was better than the last one. You're going to get better at that. But it's really the story that makes it stick. Because you can see a lot of brands that drop some. Like, look at the brands on, that you see on Facebook. Ads and stuff like that. Yeah. They hot for that. Mm-hmm. And then they fade out. Because it's not necessarily a real story behind it. It's only a product. So yeah. you make the story the capital, the intellectual capital. People will never leave. You always mm. That's okay. fire, right? Yeah. That's fire. No, that's fire, bro. Because think about it. Like, friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. are you locked in because of that experience with them? Y'all locked in for a reason. Like, it's not right. just, you feel me? It's not just, like, what they've done for you or 
for what has happened between the two of you. No, nah, that's a fact. Along along with the like your whole startup thing, like because I know a lot of people get their own machines or they they know the old girl on the block make t shirts. Like how did you start that whole thing? What was your first time? You know, how did you sell start off selling your shirts? Jeez, that was okay. First shirt, um, we really we really leveraged like relationships and the people we knew. So asking questions, figuring out who does what, whether this company is good at printing, this place yeah, I can get shirts from, um, and research. Like, I, I don't know, I've just, since I was younger, I've just always been like a build it yourself, figure it out yourself type shorty. Like, that's just how I was. Mm-hmm. And when it yeah. came to the brand, I didn't spend hours just on Google, just saying, all right, how do we get, you know, this type of shirt? How do we get this type of print? How do you get, um, you know, this kind of outcome? With what right, we're right, do? right. And it was really just like talking to people, leveraging that, and that's how we did the first shirt. Okay. Like, talking to other people that had their own brands, saying, okay, look, this is what we want to do. This is our design. How we put this together? Who do we need to go talk to? And then from those first interactions, from that first conversation, that's when we started reaching out, meeting new people, saying, okay, introduce ourselves here. We didn't work with this person, so now we can connect with this person. It's just really a network. It's all like meeting people and, and having conversations and really like Facts. putting yourself out there. Facts. So really just not how, but who. Yeah. That's what we... That's not what how, but who, bro. You get a lot done, bro. He says it's not what it's not, who you know is, or it's not what you know is who you know. Who you know, bro. Yeah. It's important, and bro. I think that's, that's like the first step, though. Um, mm-hmm. And really just like honoring the craft, so... Knowing the differences in types of quality, what you're trying yeah, to buy, facts. you know, doing the real due diligence to figure out what it is you have and what you're trying to provide, and actually provide, being honest about providing that to the to the customer. Because you, like, you'll see Travis Scott or something like they drop, they drop two hundred dollar pieces, etc. <laughs> that's on Gildan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and everybody will buy it, like, because it's Travis Scott. But yeah, being honest about that with your consumer saying we provide quality like we provide this we provide that and actually provide that doing what you need to do facts so really just figuring out what your brand lives off of and then doing that Mm -hmm. that's what's up bro so y'all um so you come up with the brand like you said think about it start doing research you got to find so you got to find a a manufacturer right a supplier What's the? How do you start building that relationship with a supplier or you know a designer or whatever it may be? What? How do you start cultivating those things? You know, uh, I think the biggest thing is social media. That's mm-hmm. like you can talk mm-hmm. to you can talk to anybody on social media, and at, yeah. at a point, it's crazy. Like after a point of you kind of interacting on social media, manufacturers and suppliers will start reaching out to you. Mm. Uh, it gets to a point where we have at least like you feel me. I might, we might get like five messages from different suppliers from all over the world within, you feel me, a day at this point now. Right, 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 right. But the real, the real thing when it comes to cultivating those relationships is really working with them. So, mm-hmm. um, like with, with specific manufacturers for shirts, whether that's, if you're purchasing online, it's different. So like you could do wholesale pricing, things like that. Cause this is one thing that I learned from research was if you really think about it, when you're selling shirts, you're not supposed to get taxed on the blanks that you purchase. So mm, let's say you okay. do a blank t-shirt. Yeah. That's what you're printing on. 
you don't get taxed on that because that's double taxation. If I get taxed on the purchase and I get taxed on the sale, the sale. you get double tax tax you get double taxed at that point. Um, what that taught me then was all right, how do I get around this? What is in place? Because all these laws and like statutes and right, right. are in place to help you, you know, actually do, like start your business, get everything kicked off. Right. But the difficulty is like the access to that information. So once you get that, like I found that from research and I said, okay, now everybody I know that started something, I put them on. Like, hey, go get this license. Right. It's free with the city and you don't pay taxes on any ho- on anything that you purchase wholesale. Hmm. So like that was the first step, but that wasn't necessarily interacting with a person because those are online purchases for blanks and things like that. Okay. Um, what license is that real quick? Probably. It's called, it's a, what's it's called? A red one? Okay. It's through uh, the Illinois like tax okay. authority, and you gotta do. You basically gotta put that. I, I'll send you the actual file. Oh, yeah, cool. But it's, That'd yeah, be dope. it's called a Reg One. You fill out the application. You get your uh, you get your tax resale tax certificate form. And then you get that. You just present it to, to uh, manufacturers. To the any, man, them, any manufacturer. That, they take all the tax off. They say, all right, say no more. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. it's Chicago. That's huge. Yeah. No, yeah. facts, bro. So, uh, okay. But yeah, just to get back to the to the question, but yep. like really cultivating those relationships is like working with them. So continuously working with the communication, like saying right now all what you're looking for in emails, you know, document everything. Like that's one big thing. We tried to treat gratitude since I've already started a business before and. You know, I've, I've run other businesses like within uh, when I was in school. We want to make sure that we set gratitude up for longevity. So, right in mm. terms of like the whole business aspect, you want everything in place, file and documentation, everything, because it's we we really like locked in on that because it's easy to get sloppy when you're mm-hmm. focusing on clothes or you're focusing on a product, but you got to make sure your backbone is straight. Because if your backbone is straight. The clothes not gonna stand up on their own. It's still a business in the, at the end of the day. I think so, that's a huge point, bro. Yeah, it's really, For real. it's really that communication. It's really just like putting yourself out there, walking into a, a print shop and saying, "How y'all doing? I'm looking to do this. Can you help me?" It's walking into, going to different places to find different, you know, material shirts or different, like stitching and things like that on on blank products that you want like, details so that you can, yeah it's, it's really like you gotta lock in on the details like, <laughs> right facts and, facts. You, and the crazy part is the details are around you every day you have right. clothes on right you have clothes on right now you have clothes that you like at the crib so it's like actually looking at those to say okay i like this shirt because of how it fits right how do we make my shirts fit like this I like it. you throw this one in the washer, it still be good. You know what I'm saying? It still fit. I like how it's doing streaking. Who made this? No, one. facts. Facts. You really be paying attention to that. Facts, bro. That's facts, bro. So that really just that research, bro. Like, cause a lot of people don't, you know, it be hard. But I think is I think it's important to know what to research. Cause you yeah. can just be researching a whole bunch of stuff. You gotta know what to research. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta ask the right. You gotta ask Google the right questions. Yeah, exactly. no, definitely. Exactly. Yeah, researching. You definitely gotta target. So like, yeah. I split it up by what I'm looking for. So if I spend a night looking for new, you know, manufacturers, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for manufacturers. Facts. If I spend a night, I say, okay, look, I wanna, you know, decrease pricing and how much. You know this area like we pay for this right product. right 
I want to decrease that. I want to find alternatives. I want to get something better. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm searching. Uh, it's really target figuring out what you're trying to do, and then targeting your research around that. Yeah, that's that's really the goal. Targeted research. I like that. That's my that's dope. Question. Yeah. yeah. I just spent a lot of time Yeah, bro, you be going in circles. You be like, this is So, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so, got the research done. Now we found our manufacturers. We designed, you know, our first shirt. Mm-hmm. Now we got to order. We're going we gonna to order it. What's, what's, the, what's how we ordering this stuff, man? You know, we put in a bulk order. How much should we order? You know, what do we have to have a, a site set up already in place before we order? Like, what's, what's the next step? Yeah. <laughs> man, setting up the site's so easy. Like, really? when, you get, when you get to a different level and you start getting to the point where you're trying to... So let me backtrack. What I, what I always... This is my, like, philosophy. Is there's never a right time. And a lot of people get caught up on dropping their dreams because they say, oh, well, it wasn't the right time. Like, I mm. needed this to happen mm. or it needed to be Dang. like this. So, yeah. That's a, that's a word. So, like, that's a fact, bro. When it comes to the website, like, yeah. the website is such a simple process. you just creating a means for people to support. So, Facts. Like, I didn't believe, in the beginning, I didn't believe in harping on how the website is set up at first. Like mm-hmm. at first you're trying to get it out the door, you want people to see it. Like of course mm-hmm. you, you set it up on on like a, a big cartel or a Shopify or something like that. It's the site is gonna be clean. Like yeah. especially they have like whole layout set up and everything, but you ain't gotta do nothing. When you get to <laughs> you the level where you're trying to do like creative websites, <laughs> like how Joe do his seven yeah. eleven drop on like a special website or like mm-hmm. Kid Cuddy and and uh and Cactus Cactus Blue Pen Market did something for his album where like they dropped a whole separate website. Mm. That's like Sheesh. more. That's, that's, that's like more. Yeah, you go to yeah. those websites made. You put you you've been you investing some bread. Right. Yeah, but really, I think in the beginning you try to kick things off, get that website set up first, and then second you have a couple different options in terms of how you want to drop the actual merch, how you want to order the merch. So our first orders we ever did, we did pre-orders. So. We took orders first gotcha. and then ordered the shirts. That's a Got good you. idea. We ordered the shirts to the amount that we had sold, and then we added some on top of that. So that's like how we do it. It's always, you're always in a better position by doing bulk because your prices are going to be lower. Mm-hmm. The problem with doing bulk when your prices are lower is that you could potentially be left over with a lot more stock. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's having five, six boxes in your closet of merch. <laughs> you feel me? That's not being able to get to other parts of your room because you got merch right. sitting in the Merch everywhere. Right. Yeah, so like, you got that option where you can do pre-orders and then you got the option where you just say, look, I know I can sell these many. This is how many I'm going to cop now. If we need to restock, we restock, but this is how many I'm copping now and you set your budget. You really figure out what you're trying to do. So let's say I want to donate, you feel me, this amount of yep. money to this initiative. Yep. To be able to donate that amount of money back into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back Facts. Back yep. into everything. Yep. That's how, that's like my philosophy. Set your targets. Yeah. That way, how, otherwise, how you, how you going to know? You exactly. know, how, how you yeah. going to know? Set some sites, <laughs> set something like, figure out what you're trying to do. Facts. Um, and then once you do that, that's how you make your order. You make your Facts. orders. Um, 
you've already worked at, we already talked about like yep. actually working with, you know, printers, yep. things like that. After you, you put that order in, you take them those shirts, they print those shirts. Yeah. Now all you're talking about is packaging. Yeah. All right. One, one thing that too, I think we missed that I think is important too, is we're talking about pre-order. So the mock-up, you need a mock-up, right? Oh, you need yeah. a, you need something that you can put on IG and be like, yo, get your order in, you know, this, this, the mock-up, this is what it looks like. How hard is that? How simple or how simple is that? Should I say to make something like that? Mock-ups, mock-ups get real, real intricate. Like a mock-up itself is easy, but there's better ways to do better mock-ups if that makes sense yeah like, i feel you. it's way like you could put a mock-up together real simply simply but if you want to take it to the next level just like how we was talking about the website anything you can do yeah stuff to your mock-ups exactly. to make them like pop more so whether that's you actually go out to a website like uh what's it called um not yellow it's called yellow images or something Mm. You can go and buy mockups. You can literally buy mockups made in Photoshop to put your logo on. That's like professionally created. You feel me? They have the, the curves, the yeah. shine, everything. <laughs> everything. That's dope. So they like yellow, yellow images. Yeah, it's called love yellow, yellow images. images.com or something like that. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily promote. I wouldn't do that first necessarily. Yeah. Uh. But I'm trying to, what I, what I really would think about is when you put that, I think the, the biggest thing is really getting people in it. So like you can make mock-ups as much as you want, but people want to see how the clothes oh, looks on look, somebody. especially in okay. the beginning. Sure. Cause like mock-ups make, like for example, Nike can drop a mock-up right now cause <laughs> everybody knows how Nike shirts fit. That's cause fact. Nike didn't touch the whole world. <laughs> Not everybody knows how gratitude fits. So mm -hmm. they need to see gratitude in action they need to see gratitude on bodies to really like understand what it is and like yeah. actually gain a liking for the product yeah and from there that's when you get into photo shoots gotcha so that's yeah. the photo shoot that you focus on uh, at an early at an early start is photo shoots getting people in the product so that everybody can just see like we're not just talking this is real quality People right. see it, how it fits, how it, how it like you know looks on a person, etc. That's really that's really the goal. But I would say that to say, get in tune with Photoshop because that's where you make mockups. That's where you make you know you can make images, you can make flyers, you can take those pictures that you take with people in them and kind of doctor them up on Photoshop. Facts. Like Photoshop. <laughs> Photoshop. Photoshop was probably the breakthrough. I made, I made this on Photoshop. Oh, I really yeah. made this. That's the crazy part. Like I Dang. made that design. Right, putting everything uh, together and stuff. Yeah, like I yeah, and, and in the I background, AG <laughs> in the background. I literally put that together, that design together from scratch. Like it was a blank black screen. Facts, and, and then you so, added all it. That's what's up. Bro. Yeah, so Photoshop was like the breakthrough point. That's literally what taught when I when I taught myself how to use Photoshop. I had a more research. Right. I sat on YouTube. Couple That's hour videos and said, "Look, I'm not doing nothing this weekend anyway. Like, let me figure out how to do this." And bro, facts. 
That's what's up. I hit. I'll go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, I was just saying YouTube University. YouTube University. Yeah, no, YouTube crazy. YouTube yeah. getting to the level like Google. I always love Google. <laughs> you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. Google, bro. Google owns YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. So we on YouTube. Google, Google owns YouTube. Yeah. Oh, so you know. Oh, for real? Yeah. I didn't know that, bro. Yeah. I I same. Sign in. They ask you to sign in. Right. Use your yeah. Gmail yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so I it's one and the bro. same, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I like so. So, do you recommend for people? Because I remember I was uh, at this conference and Damon John was there uh, oh, yeah. for, for with Fubu, right? And he was talking about how he like got people to wear Fubu. He was like, I would show up to like music videos and stuff like that, and like get the rappers to like wear his shirts, bro. You know what I'm saying? For free, here you go. Wear this shirt in your video, boom, boom, boom. And then he said, blew up after that, cause it's like everybody was seen with these Fubu. You're like, what this? What is this? Not yeah. everybody in the industry like, oh, we gotta get Fubu, Fubu. You know what I'm saying? So, do you recommend like reaching out to like anybody that got a following? You know what I'm saying? Like, and this, hey, bro, wear this shirt for me, bro. You know, post it. You know, for free, bro. Keep it. You know what right. I'm saying? You're like, wear that for me. That's, I mean. That happens, of course, that's part of the game. But if I'm being 100 with you, like, authenticity is what I really mm-hmm. pride myself on. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what Malcolm and DJ pride themselves on. Yeah. Too. And we brought that to gratitude. So the real idea is we want one people to wear gratitude because they want to rock gratitude. Like, I, feel I don't you. never want, I don't ever want someone to wear gratitude just because I asked them mm-hmm. to. Um, and then second is really you can you can build that organically. Trust. I don't. There are people in the NFL that have worn gratitude that I've never spoke to before. Mm. There are people in the NFL, in the NBA that have worn gratitude that I've never asked to wear gratitude. Facts. And it's it's really like I think using that authenticity to push forward what you do, people are gonna rock with you regardless. Mm. And I've never That's been- That's good advice. I, never, I just kinda like, I don't necessarily, I, I would rather work to build up my homies mm-hmm. in my brand than like try to get a bunch of celebrities to wear it just, cause, just so I get 10 sales yes, today bro. and 20 sales tomorrow. Cause bro, somebody in the NBA could post that shirt and nobody comes. What if somebody posts the shirt and I don't even got any in stock? But they, like they're not, you feel me? Like it's, exactly. it's like I really like the idea, and we and we actually do that on our own. Like the models mm-hmm. that we use, uh, I send y'all Instagrams. We got one model, Derek. We got one model, Yah. Kiki is another model, and we're really trying to create like our own gratitude influencers. Like we want gratitude athletes. We want gratitude's version of you know regular people or. Not even necessarily, I use the term regular and that sounds like in a negative connotation, but like people who are doing, who are here, like that we, we can we can right. touch and meet and talk to and really right. kind of create those as our own influence. Right, right. Facts. That's for sure. That's, that's, that's good advice. That's good advice though. That's great sure. advice, bro. For sure. All right. So I feel like a lot of people glorify the idea of starting a clothing brand. You probably even talk to a lot of people that, that ain't talked about doing it. What are some of the difficulties and some of the downfalls that most people, you know, don't know about, or some things that you had to learn firsthand as well? Not everybody gonna like your shit, <laughs> <laughs> and that's hard. Be like, man, I thought it, it is difficult. Like, 
you gotta have a different type of skin to do clothes, cause you could think you dropping the hardest <laughs> design ever. Like you could think you're dropping Facts. what you think is like Facts, the yeah. cynical, but nobody rocking it. But people don't rock with it not because it's not hard. Mm-hmm. It may be you gotta look at the market. Like it may be something going on. Like people like when COVID hit, people like online spending. Facts. Went, through the, went through the roof in like mm-hmm. the middle of the pandemic because more people were at home. Mm-hmm. Or like if you look around, I probably if you look around uh, spending among people around when the uh, when the, all the checks came out, you can kind of see like when people are spending money, when people aren't spending money, and you also got to look at the market of who you selling to. So like, facts is the people that are the people that you work with for the most part that you kind of like that are your. Not necessarily your target market because I feel like gratitude is for everybody because we all show gratitude. Um, but you think about the people who really are around it, supporting you for real. You gotta look at like what they do, like what are they interested in, what are they doing at this time, right. you know, this time period, and that's like probably one of the most difficult things is like really seeing or understanding the business aspect because it's not all just about the clothes because it don't it don't necessarily work like that when you're trying to sell a product um and then i think the second thing is building those relationships when you don't have connections necessarily so i'm blessed enough to have to have had we are blessed enough to have had those relationships to help us kind of start gratitude off and that's essentially what we try to be for people coming after us. Mm-hmm. So we try to be that beacon of light that people Facts. can come to and say, all right, I didn't know this. How can I learn it? How can you put me on, et cetera? Because at one point we were in that position. And to be 100% honest, we're still in that position. We're only two years mm-hmm. old in the game. Like right. we, we were, There's so much more to learn, so much more to figure out, and so much more to do. And just really kind of be in there. So I, I think those are probably the two things that, that are that are most difficult when you kicking something off. Yeah. Thanks, sure, bro. Sure. Stay uh, in the game. <laughs> so you also talked about um, you know, NFL players, NBA players wearing some of your stuff. So talk about some moments within the last two years that have been the most fulfilling for you. It could be making a certain amount of money, it could just be something that somebody said, whatever that means to you. You know what? What has been the most fulfilling from you? You know, pursuing your dreams. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. <laughs> uh, man, I got a lot to do. Um, I mean, you can say the one for sure. For sure. I think these hats was one of my. These hats right here is probably my most proudest moment because. And that joint dope too. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> that joint dope. Cause they cause. Yeah, <laughs> they can't even see the grape on the back though. Yeah, Y'all have people. I'll show it in the, I don't know if I can turn around and show, it, but I'll show it. Yeah. Um, but probably these because the cuz meant so much to me when I was a shorty. Like that was what my mm. pops and my my great granddad like they they were they were cuz fans and um. <laughs> you feel me? I don't hear that. You feel me? Yeah, y'all ain't one of us don't fly, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, more power to you. Back to the, 
Back to the, the, the reputable team. No, so that, that's really kind of, kind of my proudest moment just because I was able to, like, I don't know, it's like, it was, it, it came full circle. I got pictures of me when I was a kid in, you know, big ass jeans and a shirt at the fire department, you know, going to Wrigley, like taking pictures of the fire, firemen and stuff like that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I got pictures of me when I was six, seven years old, walking around with a Cubs little, like, hat like this going into school. So, it's just, it, that was cool, and I did it for my birthday this year. So, it was like, that was probably one of the most fulfilling. And I think second is, and I really actually, no, I don't know. I think I put this first now. I remember this. But given Juneteenth last year, when we gave, oh, yeah. when we gave like, nearly, what, $5,000, we did 100% of the proceeds for the shirt that we made. We're giving back to charity. So we did. Um, <laughs> That's dope. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, no, we worked specifically, and I was talking about that Bridge the Gap Globally, which is an organization ran by Kenny Doss in Inglewood. And he essentially was putting on basketball tournaments for the kids in Inglewood throughout the summer. So that's food, you know, having food, having actual, you know, tournaments on this court fixing up the court and everything like that. Cause y'all, y'all should have seen like three years ago, he showed me the pictures and everything, like how the court used to look and what it looks like now. Like the amount of work and everything that he's put in to turn that into like a safe haven for the neighborhood is crazy. And to, to be on that court and actually like be able to say, look bro, we're donating, you know, this much money to y'all. This is how much we were able to make and how much we were able to raise. That was crazy. That's that was dope. probably the first one because probably the second one. And then that's dope though, just that whole y'all donating, yeah, putting that, putting that together, like really Inglewood. That's yeah, that's realizing that we actually, you feel me, like we're actually doing what yeah. we talk about. Like we're not just saying gratitude, like we actually are showing you. We trying to give back. We living it, trying, right? Yeah, we living it literally. It's, yeah. it's a lifestyle. We say that on a couple of the hoodies we got too. Like it's a lifestyle. Like, gratitude is literally a lifestyle. And, that's for sure. And I think the final thing is probably this is just like probably my guilty pressure, but. Being able to walk around and see people like in <laughs> right. and, like that, that is crazy to me. Like I hop on Instagram and I see somebody just posted a picture and I look at the comments and people saying, Oh yeah, that shirt fire. Yeah, that's it, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like I was, you know, in the bed facts. making this and like hey, facts, more. facts, yeah. facts, bro. That's so, dope, bro. Yeah, those those are probably like the the when I can think about the most special things. And then also just working together with, with my little brother and my homie like being able to, to conquer what we conquering with them at the at the helm of it is crazy. Like, not a lot of people can say that. To say like to be able to walk in into different places, especially with my little brother, like saying, "Yeah, we have our own business. We doing this." That's dope, bro. He just graduated from school. <laughs> you feel me? I'm three years out. It's just I don't know. It's a blessing to say the least. Definitely. That's what's up, bro. Definitely. I want to talk like I seen I seen the Foot Locker joint, the shirt. <laughs> No. Before you got, because I want you to talk about the project. I told you to stop talking about it, so we can. <laughs> but what was what's the inspiration behind that shirt? I because I I want it. I'm like, bro, this shirt raw. With the foot like a dude. He got the shirt. I'm like, this shirt raw. What's the inspiration behind making that? Well, first off, thanks, cool foot. <laughs> <laughs> what folks ain't even uh <laughs> oh that hey hey and dropping shit hey. Hey, edit that <laughs> out. We go. <laughs> nah, nah, ain't no, ain't no, no edit, but nah, we just. The reason, yeah, yeah, reason why we are gonna talk about it though. That's why everybody, everybody was looking is. at me crazy. Alright, bro. 
drop his shit for him, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, bro. Those look like this. Oh, yeah. That's the Al West shit. All right, bro. Hey, look, bro. Hey, hey. Hey, look. Hey, hey. Lead the West Side. Anyways, Nick, what y'all, what y'all got planned? Y'all got anything big planned? You know what I'm saying? Anything new coming out soon? We got a lot in the works. We got a lot in the works. Um, what I will say is, stay tuned. When when dates come out, when everything like we're not gonna go like super in depth into like yeah. the whole project. But I'll tell you, I'll talk about the inspiration. I will talk yeah. about that because I think that was dope for real, for real. Uh, but. We got a we got an event coming either it's gonna be in June either June or early July um, and I'm gonna send details but everybody in this room gotta be there. facts like, facts you know, we done. like the whole city has to be there yeah. like, facts we had to turn this Foot Locker event we had to take over Foot Locker like Chicago has to take over Foot Locker and um, I'm just I'm as you could tell I'm geeked to get everything started that's dope so when when uh when we can we can release more information and more details we'll definitely be sending it out soon but, for sure for sure. I was just gonna say, how did you, from what you can say, how did you collab with Foot Locker? And then, you know, we'll talk about yeah. what we got right here, too. So, really, really, uh, it was crazy. I, was, I wasn't even in Chicago when I drew this design. I was in I was in Detroit. Hmm. Uh, I was in Detroit for my dog. This is another plug I'm about to put on. Look up uh, Ja'Cory Davis. He just dropped his second album. It's called Phil Jackson. Um, and shout out, shout yeah, out, yeah, coach, coach Ja'Cory Davis. Y'all can look up on the grams. It's the court, uh, it's like Groovy Corey on the gram. So I send out to everybody. But his both albums did what top 20 on Apple Music when he mm. dropped. That's dope. He did 50k streams. That's no, dang. no, like he it's his own label. He produces them. Mm. so like he puts together all the independent music. Like rap. Uh, you'll see it on his on his page too. I'm, uh, he literally says, I'm not a rapper. But, uh, <laughs> no, so we did our first collab when he dropped his first album, uh, and we did the first collab with the first album, and I went out to Detroit for the photo shoot with the shirts. When I went out there, we was in the studio, and I was just like, man, this feel like the perfect atmosphere. Like, something needs to be done. I need to go home with something from here. Right. So I, I brought my book. I brought my pencil. I bust that out literally in the middle of the studio. They was playing music, and I just started drawing. Like I was just brainstorming, putting together ideas, and really, I was just thinking about a ways that we could tie the city again with the summer and giving back to the city. But it's on top of giving back to the city, really wanted to connect the soul of the city. So like information about the city that even common Chicago people might not even know for real. Like, do you know what the what the flower the official flower is for Chicago? Nope. We all been to Chicago man. don't know. Right. I ain't know the official don't flower clue. in Chicago. So <laughs> uh really just like when when I sketch things out, I write sentences. So it might look it might look Ooh. a little weird. Like I don't just draw the clothes. Like I write whole thoughts out. Like mm. I'll really go in there and say, I want this the front of this shirt to speak to this. I want the back of this shirt to speak to that. And I want it to like ultimately come together and say one message. That's dope. And that's really kind of how we put to, how, how we put together this design. It was really just being in Detroit, um, you know, being around that atmosphere, being around my dogs and just like, just drawing really. 
And from there, I, t- I brought that back home, and it's since then just blew. And then really, what what happened with Foot Locker is, uh, just more connections. You know, one of one of my dogs is that who, who runs the marketing for the Foot Locker Chicago, like the one actually on State Street. He sets the whole store up, so we started having conversations. We chopped it up. You know, from there, next level, more people start finding out about gratitude. And, now we're here. Yeah, that's what's so up. Oh, can you can you mention the five locations or no? Uh, I probably can't mention the five locations. Uh, no. I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm trying boy, to get a I'm trying to get a people song, bro. I guess they know it's gonna be five now. <laughs> they don't know which ones though, bro. <laughs> this man Coop over here. I'm not a cop. This as a dick. You're gonna have multiple and ample opportunities to slide to one of the events. That's what you will Facts, bad. especially our uh, good people from Chicago, bro. On the real. Uh, <laughs> Coop, you got anything else you wanna show? Bro, nah, let's get into the kiss though. I like these yeah, kiss, man. Let's get into the kiss, man. Yeah, we can talk about the kiss. Yeah. Um, so we talked about them a little bit, but the kits really Again, about that story that I was telling y'all. The idea is you're supposed to have everything you need right here. Like, for the for the function. Everything that you need for the Thanks. function. So, look, you got, we need to talk about right here. We yeah, got we roller got, trays. We got cars. I'm going to get in depth in the cars. Yeah, cause bro, because them the cars are crazy. Like, and, and I don't know yeah, if a lot yeah, of people have, have kind of noticed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, let's just go one by yeah, one. So, go, like, go, we got the box. Go. You feel me? We... Named all, numbered all the boxes for that reason, so we only did 50 of these, and we really wanted to kind of like make people feel like they was getting a personalized item for gratitude. So right, right. You're not just necessarily, not only are you copying from gratitude, but if y'all think about the favorite brands that you cop from, it's something that they did with their experience to make you rock with them. Either they gave you some sort of a card, they gave you a code, they sent you an email. The clothing was put together very nicely. It was something that it did. Right. And really, that's what we wanted to do here. And I was talking about models before, like our ambassadors. This is Kiki right here on, the, on this picture. Okay. So, shout, out, okay. shout out Kiki. Shout out Kiki. <laughs> what up, dude? Shout out Kiki. <laughs> so, um, we can get oh, into, man. into, into, into it. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, we good. Yeah, we solid. Say less. All right. So, we did, we got the two lighters um, that come in with all of them. So if you read it, it says gratitude is a way of life. So just like I talked before, Bro. literally a lifestyle. So the whole point of this is to really speak to what we're doing. Um, right. So you got that. I'm going to wait on the cars because we're going to go through these. I got a pack. Because them joints dope. Yeah, before we bust these open. But we got the rolling trays too. And then the rolling trays, what they do is the cool part for real, for real. Is this you got your phone? Somebody got their phone with you? Yeah, oh, damn. I don't know Should if we get that on right. video, but these QR codes take you straight to the Instagram. So, oh, dang, that's, yeah, that's hard. So, I get on here, yeah, I tap that, I take you right to the ground. That's dope, yeah, take you right to the ground. That's okay. dope. So, <laughs> that's wrong. So the idea was like everybody put that we put the website on here, that was cool, yeah, but we really wanted to do was like make a cool way for people to, to follow the page. Nah, that's lit. So, Instagram is on there, but we're gonna bust open the cards now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put these 
Yeah, these. Oh man, I thought these was open. Oh, these ain't open. I thought you opened them. No, I brought them. Yeah, I got a pack to open. Look, trust me, I'm prepared. I got you, my boy. Bust these open. He got them in the pocket. Got them in the pocket. You feel me? They go everywhere. Then I said this kit is so that you're prepared for everything. No, for real. Yeah, for real. Everything. So, really, and I guess I'll start from here. And we talked about gratitude, not, and I would be remiss if I didn't talk about kind of the real face of gratitude, and that's G-Baby. So the bear, mm-hmm. that's really like, if you look at our first shirts, they got G-Baby on them. Yeah. You see every shirt, it's all like a a different form of G-Baby. So that's what's crazy is those three bears on that shirt, and that's on the back of my hoodie too. Yeah, That's me, Malcolm, and DJ. That's what's up. It okay. Means, like it, it means it's a something. mean. It's Every, a mean. Everything. 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 Everything means something. That's dope. Everything means That's something. dope. That's but G Baby is really like the mascot of the brand, and mm-hmm. this came from the Bears. You feel me? Yeah. The Cubs. It's like an inspiration yeah. from just Chicago. Like we wanted to create something that was memorable, and everybody talks about the Polo Bear. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about you know everybody's used bears and multiple brands like right. over the years but we wanted to really create our own and have something that kind of connects with the people and that's why we made G-Baby but getting into the cards one thing we always like like to promote on top of the fact of like giving back to the city mm-hmm. and Chicago in general is giving back to, to black people in general like Thanks, bro. paying homage to what we've done whether that's through Juneteenth whether that's through our friend Hampton Tees whether that's through where we donated to or whether that's through um, you know, just giving back to the community or giving back to black organizations and what we want to do is commemorate black people with mm-hmm. the cars that we made too so if you see somebody playing spades it's one thing they, they always they got their cards everybody playing with cards it's the regular it's the king it's the regular jack it's the regular ace it's the regular joker I don't think I've ever seen a deck of cards with black faces on it like representation is so important it's like information is like access to information and then represent representation are like probably mm. the two most important things not only with clothing lines but that's just like life mm. in general yeah. so, so yeah. That, say that either the two again say those two, two again. i say representation mm-hmm. and i just forgot and access to information access to information yeah yeah we're gonna say access to information and representation is probably the two most important things when it comes to life in general. Because you have you have access to that information, and you have the representation to use that information in whatever space that you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so like, facts. That's why, and, I, and I'm gonna put these right here so like everybody can see them. But we did black faces for every single card that we did. So we got the king, the queen, and we should have done the Joker, the queen, actual queen, those jokers. I ain't trusting them. Like, <laughs> but really, hey. really, yeah, really what we wanted to do with this was just like focus nah, that's on dope. using black faces. So um, create these char- each of these characters was created in the image of what they're supposed to be. So like, this is what a king looks like. Facts. This is what an ace looks like. Because we, we always talk about, we always talk about like, when we talk about representation, mm-hmm. we talk about like in different realms, what we see. We always, like as black people, when we were younger, we always heard what uh, doctor, lawyer, you feel me, police officer, teacher. Like you have those key things because we didn't see black people who were 
investment bankers, black people yep. who were, you know, consultants, black people who were, you know, uh, all these different arenas that black people really run in a lot of different ways. Facts. We don't have necessarily that representation because not a people, a lot of people see it. So we wanted to create that here. This is what a king looks like to us. This is what an ace Facts. looks like to us. This is what a jack, a queen, or a joker looks like to us. And really start building that that like platform to show that yeah, black people could be on cars too. Black people can do this too. Black people can do really everything. Right. And if not changing that representation. That's really kind of what we were doing with this and kind yeah. of what we wanted to do and how we wanted to, to reach out to people Facts. and supporters and just people in general. I'm dope. No, the car is dope, bro. It's a ball for you, bro. Yeah, yes, sir. I got him. I'm walking away with one of those joints right now. <laughs> Say no more. Most definitely leaving the place you stay. Ace high. Bro. All right, back. Hey, we appreciate you showing that off. We appreciate you coming up here. Of course, bro. Uh, you know, where can people find you? You know, where, where can people get in tune with you at? Okay. Uh, Instagram, my Instagram is Nick Fox. So it's. It's five X. Yeah, I've been saying you be having so many X's on your joint, bro. bro I just, people, everybody just calls me Fox. It, <laughs> no, it's literally it's literally Nick Fox with, with five X's, and it's funny because when I first made my Instagram, <laughs> when I first, first made my Instagram, I just pressed the X until it went green. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's Nick funny. Fox is five yeah, X's. Facts. Um, gratitude Chicago is at Gratitude Chicago. We made it super simple. The website is also gratitudechicago.com. And if you cop a kit, you can use this uh, code to get to the Instagram. And that's the website right there. So it's Facts, an easy bro. reminder right there. Or Facts. trades. We got trades, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, tap in if anybody. You know, tap in, y'all. Too. Tap in, everybody. I appreciate yeah. y'all having me. For Facts, that's, bro. that's really, yeah. like, what I be trying to, nah. what I try to live on is just being accessible, being helpful, and just being, like, an eternal learner, you feel Facts, bro. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Real dope, man. What's one last thing, quick and simple, you want to leave people with? Ooh, that's tough. (laughs) Yeah, we always put them up in cool spots. Stay grateful. (laughs) Right. Stay grateful. I could say stay grateful. Yeah. 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 But what I'm going to say is, when you snooze, that's when you lose. Come on, bro. Literally, the bar from... That's a Keith bar from Voodoo, and if y'all, that's a whole different <laughs> conversation. I had that, I've had that bar written down in my notes for like, what's it, twenty twenty one, probably like seven years now. Dang. Because when I get to the space, and this is this is the first of many spaces, but when I get to that space, when I really gotta speak to gratitude, and I gotta speak to kind of the city and what we trying to do for real, that's the bar I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use it here. And I'm gonna use it again later. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah,